Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God bless each of you this evening. We thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come and join in with us. And we hope that your joining will prove to be a great blessing to you and possibly to others that you meet along the way. We would like to begin with prayer. Oh God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercies. We thank you for your outstretched hand upon your people everywhere. We thank you, God, for every provision that you have provided for us. Look on those who are listening in and tuning in. Pray that you would give them the blessing that they stand in need of. Give them the help, oh God, whatever their needs are. You're the God who promised to supply every need according to your riches in glory. So we know that you will keep your word concerning every promise that you've made. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Now, beloveds, we hope that you will have possibly your pen and your papers at hand. If you want to take down notes, please feel free to do so. If you have any questions on any particular thing that you're concerned about, that you feel that we will be able to give you a scriptural answer, please put that in the chat. And I will either answer it as soon as I see it, possibly in the next time that we connect together, because I don't like to just answer questions right off, because I know that that can be dangerous. We need to search the scriptures and see what the word of God has to say concerning that particular question. And so God bless you. hope that you will keep that in mind. We're not here for arguments or debates, but we're here just to know what God has to say to us uh, from his word. So tonight, we want to talk from the subject that's uh, gleaned from the seventh chapter of the book of Romans uh, and verse seven. We find these words or this clause, which was penned by the apostle Paul. Beloved of God, called to be saints, grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We would like to use as a subject tonight, the beloved of God. God's people like himself are called by many names and titles. And in this epistle, Paul called God's people the beloved. And you may just want to know some things about the beloved, amen, as this relates 
to this phrase. The word beloved in the Greek is agapitos, which is a term of affectionate endearment. Common in both Old and New Testaments, beloved means loved, greatly loved, dear to the heart. In this case, loved, greatly loved and dear to the heart of God. In the Old Testament, as the revelation of God and his love unfolds, we see what I would like to call God's limited love of his sovereignty. He loved whom he willed and hated whom he willed. He loved Jacob, who was renamed Israel, but he hated Esau, his brother. However, in the New Testament, his love evolves uh, into unlimited or universal love. For the scripture, John 3, 16, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. His love for the world was and is to the extent that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, regardless, would believe continually in him. And you need to note that word, believe it. It's not saying that you can believe God for a while and then stop believe in God and still have salvation. You have to continue to uh, believe in God as long as you live, amen. And so in, in the end, your salvation will prove to be secure. And so he said, for, for whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever signifies any person, no matter who they are, rich, poor, uh, learned, unlearned, whatever their status, God loves every human being. Under the law, it was his prerogative to set his love on Israel as a nation exclusively. But under grace and truth, he sets his love on all humanity, every individual making up the world of humanity. Every individual who reciprocates by setting his love on him becomes the beloved of God. You have to realize you can't just look at the fact that God loves you. It's important and it's necessary that you love him. God has given every human being the capacity as with him to love and to hate. And so to love God becomes a choice. To hate God becomes a choice. And you and I have to make up our mind whether or not we're going to invest our love in God or invest our love in the devil. And so those that do invest their love in him and receive his love for them become his beloved. In Deuteronomy chapter 33, Moses, the man of God, while blessing the children of Israel, he pronounced a different blessing on each of them. And so we see from this account, amen, God's providential care was set up as Moses blessed each and every one. And God set up his provincial care. He shelters his beloved with his overshadowing 
providence. You have to understand that once you become God's beloved, it's God's responsibility to take care of you. The late Bishop Washington used to say, as long as you're in the wilderness, uh, in Egypt, brother, it's not God's responsibility to take care of you. But once you come out as at his command, you become his responsibility. So if you're in sin tonight, don't expect God to take you on as his responsibility. You, you just have to make it the best that you can. But if, if God has come into your life and have become your Lord and Savior, amen, it's his responsibility to take care of you. And in that providential care, you see him in the rock of ages, Exodus 33 and 22, said the Lord said to Moses, and it shall come to pass while my glory passes by that I will put thee in the cleft of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. He shows his providential care in the time of trouble. Psalm 57 and one said, the cry was made, be merciful unto me, O God, for my soul trusts in thee. Yea, the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. You and I ought to be thankful that God has a hiding place for each and every one of us. He continues his providential care by being a refuge from the storm. Isaiah 25 and 4 said, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of terrible ones is as a storm against the wall, also in the shadow of his hand. Psalm 91 and 1 declares, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Isaiah 51 and 16 says, And I will put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of my wings. Let me tell you to receive and reap the continual benefits that God has for you. You got to stay with God. You can't be up and down in your relationship. You can't be this today and something else tomorrow. You got to maintain. You got to hide, so to speak, in the place where God wants you to be. Amen. For God provides refuge. We are not just out here, amen, in the open as it were. But we are covered, amen, by the hand and by the refuge that God provides. We see his providential care continuing under the shadow of his wings. For in the gospel of Matthew, verse 23 and 37, Jesus cries out, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killeth the prophets and stoneth them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. You see, you have the power to reject God's protection. You have the, the power to refuse God's refuge. But you put yourself in a lot of unpredictable places when you step out of the will of God and out of the way of God. But if you stay with God, God will stay with you. God will take care of you. There's no question about it. Stick with God. Sometimes 
we we join the family of God and then we just stay for a short time and never learn how God will take care of us, how God will be a refuge for us. And we go back into the world and back into sin and all of those things. But if you stay with God, amen, it's just like a marriage. You don't know that wife. You don't know that husband when you first marry. You say, yes, you've been in love. You've been here and there. You've enjoyed one another. And now you're standing at the altar, but you still don't know that person, amen, like you're going to get to know them. But as you stay with them, you really get to know the real person that you have married. And so as you stay with God, you will get to know God in a great and marvelous way for as you stay with him, God reveals himself in so many ways. He'll even sometimes take you through so many things to reveal that he is your provider, to reveal that he's your keeper, to reveal that he loves you above all others. And so stick with God and learn about God. Amen. Not just read his word, but watch the experiences that you go through. Learn from those things. Amen. Different things about God who thoroughly takes care, who thoroughly compensates everyone of his beloved. And so every believer needs to know that God has always been guilty of adequately providing for the beloved. This, in fact, uh, is seen throughout the, the, the scriptures, how God in so many ways provided for people. And I would just look at a few examples. Prior to the sinning of the flood, God provided an ark for the saving of all who would enter the ark. And you may say, well, why did he stipulate the signs? God, even though he provided an ark, but he knew before the foundation of the world how many would enter that ark. For the bitter waters uh, that Moses and company uh, came into as they journeyed from Egypt into the wilderness, and as they came up to the bitter waters, thirsty, amen, and needing a drink, but the waters were bitter, but God provided branches from the tree to make that water sweet. All during the Israelites' 40 years journey in the wilderness, God provided ample food for them every day. It may not have always been what they wanted, just like you and I. Sometimes it may not be what we want, may not be what we feel we need, but God will provide for us. David exemplifies that in Psalm 23. He said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. In other words, it wasn't that he wouldn't want anything that he saw along the journey, but that he would not lack anything. Everything you need, if you stay with God, God will provide what you need. You may not always, beloved, get your wants. Don't, don't get entangled in that. You may not, because sometimes we want what God does not want us to have. We want something that will end up being detrimental to our very being and to our very walk with him. So God is concerned about providing everything you need down to the minutest detail. You and I ought to thank God that he is a sufficient provider. 
for all walking through the valley of the shadow of death. God provides his presence for those in the fiery furnace. His presence was proven to be there with them. For as the scripture indicates, they had thrown in three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But when the king looked into the furnace, he saw four men walking, having been untouched, their clothes intact, no smell on their bodies, because there was a fourth one in there with them. And Nebuchadnezzar announced that that fourth one looked like the son of God. So God is everywhere that you need him. Know that you are never, ever alone. God will be there and God is there for he left his promise on record. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So God was with them, even in the fiery furnace, even in the den of lions, he demonstrated his controlling presence. It, we sometimes say in the lion's den, but scripture says in the den of lions, you can have a lion's den and the lions may be somewhere else, but the lions were present in that den but not a lion was allowed to bite Daniel. So God, again, takes care of his own. For those who are often in doubt, fear, and uncertainty, God would provide assurance and promises of his presence. For those bound in sin, he provides his only begotten son as to be their salvation. For those who are hungry, he provides him as the living bread. For those who are thirsty, he provides him as the living waters. For those who want to get to the Father, he provides Jesus as the way. And Jesus making that fact known in chapter 14 of the Gospel of St. John, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. I like to think of Jesus as the bridge. Amen. By which you cross over into the presence of God. And so we thank God that God has made a way for us to get to him if we want to get to him. He even says it on this wise. Amen. Draw now unto God and God will draw nigh unto you. You want to get closer to God? You want God to get closer to you? You got to take the necessary steps. Amen to make that happen. And so we thank God. God wants to get closer than close, if I may say it that way. But God leaves it up to you. He's not going to force himself upon any one of us. If you want to stay at a distance, then so be it. But if you want to get closer, God makes that possible by doing his part of getting closer to you. And so we thank God for how he takes care of, how he provides for his beloved. Those who, have, who labor and are heavy laden, Christ is the giver of rest. For those who want the truth, he provides himself as the truth, even as the way. For those who after death want resurrection, he provides Jesus, who declares himself that I to be the resurrection and the light. For those who walk in darkness, he provides Jesus as the light of the world. 
And the lesson goes on, showing us example after example that God provides adequately for every one of his beloved. And I'm glad that God does not exhibit himself as a man, a uh, respecter of persons. God takes every care of everyone, doesn't matter how many sometimes when a family have a large group of children, it may present a problem sometimes, amen, to properly share what they have equally with everyone. But I'm glad that whatever God has, he's rich in that. And whatever God has, as I said, he's rich in it to the point that he'll never go broke. Amen. He will never, what he has will never be exhausted. If God give to the whole world a blessing, he still have enough blessings left for anyone else who needs a blessing. And so we thank God for his personal care, for his personal concern, amen, for his faithfulness to his beloved. God's beloved, uh, or he's God, his divine keeper for his beloved. He's the beloved's compa companion. He's the sleepless watchman that never sleeps nor slumber. He's always, amen, watching over his people. He is the almighty guardian. God will take care of you. He watches over his beloved with infinite care. He supports the weak. He preserves the faithful. And he remembers his beloved. Fear, doubt, being afraid, dismay, fretfulness, and worry should never be named among the beloved. God bless you, my dears. We hope that you have gotten something out of this and just give yourself some time to meditate on it. If you had a chance to take notes, I, I thank God you were able to do that. But if not, get you some way or some means, amen, of recording these lessons so that you can take them and, and break them up and, 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 you know, meditate on them and get more out of each thing that is said. So God bless you. God keep you. We want to keep praying for you. Amen. We want to keep looking forward to reconnecting throughout this season and time. And we hope that soon we will be back into the, the temple located in Brentwood, New York. You may have seen the building there. Amen. But it's still our building. And we're hoping to reopen as soon as the necessary repairs are made to the building. So God bless you, but we want to make sure we keep connecting. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell somebody, tell anybody, amen, about this service each Thursday evening at 7 p.m. on this platform. So until we meet again, God bless you is our prayer for thee. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.